You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Well, greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. This is your conductor, David Connolly, here, welcoming you to, just making sure my levels are working, clap, clap, yeah, I think they are, welcoming you to another fun-packed show here at dcradionetwork.com. We are on Skype, and we are streaming live. If you want to join in in the fun, my Skype ID is uh, DC Radio Network. Add me to Skype. Uh, I will add you back. I guarantee you can join in. You can ask questions. You can take the trip and all that stuff. Now, this is a very unusual time for me to be on. Normally, I'm on late at night. But uh, a client who I was meant to be seeing today uh, postponed, which is really cool. So I have a little bit of free time and I thought I'd come on and say hello to you guys. How has your week been so far? Um, I wonder if anyone's actually about. I don't know if I mentioned folks, but I am the anti-guru. I used to be a kind of guru, but now I'm an anti-guru. So that means that instead of bragging about how successful I am, I like to come on and uh, actually talk about how miserable everything has been. So uh, I can start by telling you that I think there's only... Uh, am I even doing the video stream? I think I am. There's probably a couple of viewers, something like that. Uh, I think, is there a few people around on Skype? A mm, couple of the folks are maybe a bit busy. What are you guys doing working for a living? <laughs> anyway, um, well I'm going anyway. Today I want to talk about the topic of the day. I want to talk about website security. Website security. I have to tell you folks, it has been the heaviest 48 hours possibly, possibly in the history of my career. Um, you know, when you, when you see um, people talking about uh, web security, if you watch videos on YouTube, for example, and if you see people doing presentations and you know, big stages and what have you, the OWASP people and all that, you'll notice that as you get higher up the, the ladder, you actually get told less and less. So... For example, you'll notice that there's there's lots of people who'll say, hey, you know, don't use that, and don't use that, but, you know, some of the presentations, I was watching a guy on YouTube, his name was, I think it was John Stevens was his name, and he was saying all the things that we shouldn't do, but he never really put his finger on what we should do, you know? So if you're interested in website security and all of that stuff, then this is the show for you. Um, I have to tell you folks, I know nothing about website security and I'm here to tell you that you probably know as well, okay? Now let me lay the, the vibe on the line. It's kind of like this, right? I remember back in 1995, I was studying civil engineering at Glasgow Uni, you know? 
And uh, one of the things that civil engineers do is they, they study geology, you know, because if you're going to build a, a, a bridge or some, I don't know, a road or something, you kind of need to know about geology, you know. So I can remember back in the day we were studying geology, you know, and I actually thought it was cool. We used to go for digs and all that. And then they would show us videos of big bridges collapsing and all sorts of things and they would tell us what went wrong. And To me, geology was and is a cool subject. Now, I'm not one to brag, okay, but I actually got an okay mark for geology. I mean, it's one of the few things that I actually passed, you know. I, I, was, I liked geology, thought it was a good vibe. But I can remember at the end of the course... At the end of the geology course, the guy said to us, I can even remember his, his name, Professor Gary Couples, and he said, listen folks, he says, we've obviously been studying geology here, and you now have an appreciation of how, like, you know, you can't just find a bunch of spare ground and build a Walmart on it. You've got to check the land, you've got to check for gypsum and clay and all of that stuff. You got to do your soil mechanics. Try talking about soil mechanics, see how popular you become. Anyway, uh, the guy said, okay, we've been doing the geology, thank you very much. And he said, the main point of this course has been that some of you folks are going to move on and become civil engineers. And when that day comes, some of you folks may need to make decisions that involve geology. You may need to actually do this stuff for real. And when that day comes, I hope that you guys will know. If you have been studying the material properly, then you will know. Don't do the geology. And I was like, what? And he's like, no, seriously, don't even try it. Don't mess with it. In fact, if you really want to impress a geologist, just don't even have anything to do with it. The main point of this whole course is give us a call. And the guy was like, seriously, give me a call. And this is the vibe, you know. Uh, now that kind of sounds a bit crazy, you know, you do this big course and you study this stuff and at the end of it you reach a place which is like, well man, we, we, we know nothing, you know. But you see folks, in a strange kind of a way, Becoming consciously incompetent can be a good thing, you know? And I think that that's the stage I've reached with security, you know, when it comes to web security. And one of the best pieces of advice that I can give folks is if you are actually building a hardcore commercial website or maybe a government website, something, something that's important, you know? Not, you know, not necessarily... A, silly radio podcast thing like this but you know if you're doing something that's the real deal and sensitive info is there and all of that stuff the the one piece of advice I would have to give folks is hire an expert okay just hire an expert and let them handle it I don't know about web security and if you're listening to this you probably don't know about it yes you and Unless, unless you happen to be 
a, an actual security professional, and I know that we have at least one in our midst, but unless you actually do this professionally, then I'm, I'm here to tell you, you really don't know honestly. You think, you think that strip slashes or ad slashes and strip tags and all that's going to cut it? Believe me, Pablo, there is a whole universe out there of dodgy, dark and mysterious uh, web security things and it's really, really heavy. So um, I'll tell you about the past couple of days I had, you know, and tell you how, how I actually got here. Um, I've been putting these uh, tutorials out on YouTube and it's just the web development tutorials, you know, it's... Uh, nothing worth bragging about, you know. And when I was doing the tutorials, I was showing them, I was showing the folks how to build a sign-in system, you know, using the Code Igniter framework. And in doing this, I thought, okay, I'm going to put, I'm, I'm going to just show them uh, SHA-1 encryption. Now, I had heard reports that SHA-1 maybe wasn't safe. I'd heard a few unconfirmed reports that there were, um, you know, what, what do they call them, rainbow tables, I think that's the phrase, um, that had been made up with billions of entries and that SHA-1 was basically bad news. But you see folks, SHA-1 is in the Code Igniter user guide and as a matter of fact so is MD5, I believe it's still in the PHP manual. And when you see these things being mentioned in the user guides, the manuals, and so on, there is no mention of them being hacked, okay? Uh, there is no mention of this at all. So the, the point I'm making is, is that you can, you can go into a framework like CodeIgniter, or you can get into PHP, read the manual, you can do everything by the letter, right? And basically, your ass is on the line, okay? This is, this is some heavy, heavy stuff. So as I was doing the, um, the thing, I kind of knew that SHA-1 was a bit weak, and in a, you know, in a real situation, I wouldn't use SHA-1, blah, 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 blah. But this was a little tutorial, and I thought, okay, I'll just go with SHA-1, and uh, maybe add a ugly string to the thing before I run it through the database, you know, that kind of situation. And anyway, before long, I ended up getting entangled in this debate with actually multiple people, you know. Uh, I had emails coming in and one guy on YouTube, and the vibe was like, how can you use SHA-1? Not, not in this year, not in this year of our Lord. And uh, that was kind of uh, interesting. And the funny thing is, you know, these people were absolutely right. And the more I've looked into this, I tell you folks, it's just a complete hornet's nest. Um, I've, you know, thankfully, very thankfully, the people who have been talking have been super helpful. I have a guy called Paul who is a serious uh, security heavyweight. I don't think he realizes how much of a heavyweight I think he is, but he's been helping me out and I'm great, grateful. We have some awesome, awesome people in our midst, but the real news flash is, um, 
the real news <laughs> sorry folks I, I get very interesting messages on Skype why don't you Skype me one of you people someday listen even if you're listening to this show at four in the morning or something like that add me to Skype okay add me to Skype you crazy rock and rollers I think there's only about two people on Skype just now but that's okay I'm sure the numbers will pick up I'm actually to give you an idea of the vibe I'm hoping to uh, do this show five days a week. I'm not quite there yet because I've got tons of work to do and I've had health problems and all sorts of challenges. But um, hopefully, hopefully, I think it'll take probably about three months, maybe less, and we shall be five days a week. And hopefully it will be at a kind of normal time. Um, to give you an idea, this, this show is not really uh, incredibly popular. You know, I'm not rich. I'm not a guru. I don't have perfect white teeth, you know. Um, but there are a couple of things that I have going for me. And one of them is that I have at least managed to achieve a reasonable amount of freedom of location. And hopefully... I'll soon have freedom of time. So we are going to be five days per week, people, very soon. And when that happens, man, we're going to have regular time slots, the streaming, the whole shooting match, and hopefully we can have a good group come on and folks can phone in and have a good time. At the moment, I'd say I'm averaging at about four or five subscribers per day. I don't know how many people listen to this. But, you know, there must be someone, because there's a few people subscribing, you know. Um, subscribing to the Insider Club, that is. Have you joined the Insider Club? Or the Web Development Club, which is a new thing, which is going to be super cool. It's for professional web developers. Incidentally, I'm a thoroughly average web developer. But the annoying thing is, I probably have charged more money for websites than any of you people. Isn't that annoying? <laughs> well, don't be too annoyed, because if you join the Web Development Club, I'll be giving away the secrets, giving you the keys to the Lamborghini. But anyway, where was I? Let's get back to the conversation. Talking about uh, security here. Um, folks, it's just a complete... Oh, gee, man, it's heavy. And anyway, last night uh, I discovered all sorts of things, you know. The sites are wide open. You know, I think that my only uh, <laughs> my only defense right now is just to lie down and cry like a baby. But here are some practical tips that I would give you folks based on what I've learned over the past couple of days. First of all, if you are using... PHP, okay? I, I can't really speak for the other technologies because I don't know about them, okay? I mean, I use PHP here. If you are a PHP person, do not make the same mistakes that I have made. In other words, what I'm saying to you is, let, get well, first of all, get involved, start using one of the major frameworks. I'm talking... Zend, I'm talking Symphony 2, I'm talking Code Igniter, Kohana, Yi, one of those frameworks, getting maybe Cake, okay? Maybe Laravel's your thing, that's fine, I don't know, but get, start using one of the frameworks. Now, this is key, 
This is the single best piece of security advice you will get all year long. And the advice is this. Let the framework handle all of your security vibes. Can you handle what I'm saying? Let the framework handle all of your security vibes. Now, I'll give you the lay of the land for all of you non-framework PHP people out there. I'm sorry if the fan on my little computer is going flat out here. I do have a fancy microphone, but I just haven't brought it today. Anyway, for all of you normal, non-framework people, all of you out-of-the-box PHPers, when you folks are processing forms and dealing with uh, variables passed via the URL, you know, your question marks and all of that stuff, I know that some of you have it uh, in your head that you can maybe strip tags, maybe add some slashes, maybe do a little trim function. Maybe, if you're feeling really intelligent, you can do a MySQL real escape string. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, hello to Brian. He's just came on. How are you doing, Brian? It's good to have you here. Um... <laughs> He's been having a stressful day, I think. Anyway, listen, you PHP folks, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking you can do the trim, you can do the MySQL real estate string. You're thinking you can do, uh, what else have we got? Strip tags. There's a few of them, okay? But here's the vibe. You think that stuff makes you safe? You think that a handful of crappy little functions makes you safe? Listen, Pablo. Man, I'll break it to you gently. It doesn't make you safe, okay? It just doesn't. There's a whole multitude of things that can go wrong, even if you do all of that stuff. Now, the, actually, before I... Let me labour the point a little bit more. There was a guy on YouTube. I was watching his video yesterday. I'll maybe try and get the link. I may even try to get him on here. Now, he was an out-of-the-box PHP guy. So what I mean by that is, he was using raw PHP, okay? No frameworks, no WordPress, no plugins, just a guy typing PHP. And in his video on YouTube, he said, I'm going to show you the things that you need to do to make a form submission safe, okay? So, imagine you have a website with a contact us form. Imagine you've got, you know, a handful of fields, first name, last name, telephone number, blah, 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 blah. And we're just going to submit the form, okay? I mean, every website does that, all right? And the guy was like, here are the things you need to do to make this safe. And as the guy started off, he went through all of the fields. Now, this guy knew his stuff, right? And he was like, okay, first thing we need to do is we need to trim. He's saying, but the next thing we need to do is we need to make sure it's alphanumeric. Then we need to strip tags. Then we need to blah, blah, blah. Then we need to blah, blah, blah. Then we need to blah, blah, blah. Fifteen minutes later, the guy is still talking, right? And he's adding and stacking and adding and stacking. And even at the very end, he's like, he said, and that's not the end of the process. His last tip was, he said, on the last field of the form, let's say the last field is um, zip code, okay? 
He said, make sure the last field on the form is not the last column on the table. He says, I actually use phone number as the last column on the table because it's the most easy one to clean up, you know. Now, folks, this was heavy. This was lots and lots of typing, uh, just insane, just unbelievable, you know. I mean, extreme paranoia. And as the guy went through this, now remember, folks, I'm talking about how to make a simple contact us form safe, just a simple form, right? As the guy's gone through this, I mean, he's practically writing a novel, okay? I mean, just all these functions and checks and everything. And this is the vibe. And he's like, look, this, this is what you need to do, you know? And I, I couldn't believe it. And I got depressed. And I messaged the guy and I said to him, listen, Charlie, I said, I have a question. I says, I really appreciate your video and thanks for that. I says, but you know what? I just don't know if I can do all of that. I mean, that is just so much work. There are so many attacks. You know, we've got and, and SQL injections and cross scripting and all sorts of horrible things. I said, man, I just can't go through that. I said, like, if you actually uh, use a framework, one of the major frameworks, does that alleviate the need for doing all of that stuff. Folks, the guy got in touch straight away and he said to me, he said, you're absolutely right. He says, as a matter of fact, he says, all of this stuff that I've just shown you, I don't even do that in real life. He says, I'm a Zend developer and I get Zend to handle all of that stuff in the background. It only takes two lines of code. It only takes two lines of code, folks. He said, so yes, yes indeed. Let the framework handle all the stuff. So believe me, folks, the last thing we want to be doing, okay, is MySQL real escape stringing and all that stuff. Honestly, it's just the last thing we want to do. Thankfully, if you stick with the frameworks, do it, do things the way the frameworks tell you, and all of that stuff will be handled. Now, if I'm sounding a bit paranoid today, it's because last night, I was caught with my pants down. What, what, what do I mean? Well, I'm not talking about that episode at the Docklands. I'm talking about something much heavier. Talking about um, a, a good friend. Well, can I, I hope I can call him a friend. If I can't, then I'm in trouble. But a guy called Paul, who I've already mentioned, and uh, he had a look at one of my sites. <laughs> he was like... Look, man, you've used, uh, it was like, look, man, you, you've used uh, raw SQL here. The site's open to an SQL injection. And I was like, no, this is impossible, man. I use CodeIgniter, not me. And he was like, no, check it out. He even gave me the URL. And I was like, okay, come on, like, okay, show me this shit. Let's have a look at this shit. And I looked, and the guy was absolutely right. <laughs> you know what has happened? <coughs> Pardon me. It was this hobby website that I'd built, okay? Just to be honest, it was just a rubbish site. There was no money in it. It was not a client site. And what had happened, folks, is that I'd met someone in whoops, something dropped there. I'd met some someone in Starbucks, okay? 
I mean, as some of you know, Starbucks used to be my office, okay? Before all of the crazy tax fiasco and before I got whooping cough, I used to hang out in Starbucks all the time. And uh, I met a guy in Starbucks, and as we were talking over a coffee, he said, hey, maybe we could add this uh, members section. Maybe we could uh, add this, somebody saying, until I earned more than them. That is entirely right, until I earned more than them. Do you know that I earn more than Starbucks? Maybe you earn more than Starbucks. Did you make more than one pound last year? Well, there you go. There's an entire show there. And maybe someday we'll talk about Starbucks. But in any event, it was probably about three or four months ago and I was in there and he said, hey, let's add this member section and we'll let the people log on and do some stuff. And being in a rush, I, I must have, I mean, I can't remember it, but I must have just pulled my laptop out and went, okay, you know, type, 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 type. There we go. Somewhere along the line, folks, somewhere along the line, I must have said to myself, I'll just use a, a, a kind of SQL query, you know, select all from users where email equals blankety blank and password equals blankety blank, you know. And, uh, you know, folks, there's, there's a word for that and the word is stupid, you know. This is absolutely crazy. I must have been drunk at the time. So this is what happened, completely embarrassed, and there you go. So these things do happen to the best of us, you know. I'm not saying I'm the best of us, but you get the, you get the idea. Um, the other mistake that I made, actually, there was one other thing which I think I'm happy to discuss. Um, for any code igniter developers out there, you know how when you're inputting something, you would say like this arrows, input, arrows, post, bracket, variable name, comma, true, okay, T-R-U-E, true, right? Um, I actually made a, the stupidest assumption ever. I assumed, and I, again, completely ridiculous, but I assumed that true had a, I add slashes on my SQL real escape string built in. Now, to all you code igniter developers, I don't know if you've ever actually gone into the bowels of code igniter and checked out the, um, the, the, the the code for the true section. You know, you can look at the code and you can actually see, okay, so what happens when you do the, the true thing? And I can tell you folks, it's massive. Even though for us it's just the word true, right? It's just a little thing. I mean, who cares? When you actually look inside the bowels of Code Igniter, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just hundreds of lines, all sorts of checks, super paranoid. It's, it's incredible. Now, I'm one of the few. I am one of the few because I've actually checked out the true thing. Checked it out a few months ago with another developer and we were just blown away. I mean, it was just so paranoid, you know, so watertight, it was like, gee, this true is awesome. And, you know, in my uh, stupidity, I must have assumed somewhere along the line that somebody from Code Igniter, somebody must have surely added an add slashes or a MySQL real escape string or something, something. 
in the midst of all these hundreds of lines. Surely somebody managed to do that. Folks, I was wrong. And uh, there you go, you know. So what can I say? I am an idiot. I am an idiot. But, you know, I'm, uh, I'm learning. And that's something. So, uh, how are we doing for time here? I'm at about the 30 minute mark. I think I'm going to probably wrap it up today. Um, let me just see how we're doing on Skype. Is anyone alive here? Let me just see who we've got. Uh, I think I've only got three people on Skype. <laughs> well, there's four, but I think one's away. We've got Brian here. How are you doing, Brian? Anyway, folks, I think I'll wrap things up for now. Thank you very much for listening. If you haven't done so already, please do check out the website at dcradionetwork.com. Join the Web Development Club, the Insider Club, take the trip, and above all, please do add me to Skype. It's DC Radio Network. No spaces, right? And all lowercase, DC Radio Network. Come on board, take the trip, and say hello. Catch you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye.